We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. Season seven. I'm Robin. I'm Stephanie. Episodes <laughs> eighteen. <laughs> I don't know. Hold on, let me pull it up. Uh, it's like seventeen through twenty, I think. People are looking at their show notes like, don't these guys don't know how to read? Yes. Seventeen <laughs> through twenty. That is yeah. Gilmore Girls only. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bell Mays. Hey, Bell Mays. It's just like riding a bike. Hmm. And Lorelai, 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 Lorelai. Uh, I feel like uh, I feel like we're wrapping it up. I mean, we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good segue. We should. Uh, <laughs> there's something I said before the show that we I want to announce. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh. Well, since I'm the one that's kind of uh, responsible for this, I guess I'll just kind of uh, make the announcement. I've, We've told a couple people already, but I think we're going to be, uh, after a year in the life, we're going to probably wrap up, or at least, sorry, go on a long hiatus. <laughs> uh, binge, binge casting has gotten, like, strangely, even harder during a time when I've got, I'm home all the time. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it's now harder. Maybe it's just because the girls are older. And they just kind of require more attention or, you know, and it's not even just finding a time to podcast, but it's also finding finding a time to sit and watch episodes and take some notes and try to think of fun things to talk about for each episode. And, uh, and I was, yeah, so I think, I don't know, it's like, uh, I'm going to, uh, we might have some guests next week and then we're going to be doing year in the life. And I know some of you are going to drop off for that one. (laughs) So, <laughs> from what I hear, uh, so uh, let's just say we're going on hiatus. Hiatus. Uh, stay subscribed. Um, if Steph and I get inspired to start a new show, or just I don't even know, we might we might do like a totally different format, just so we can do less work and still chat with each other every week. Because <laughs> that's the one yeah. thing I'm going to kind of miss. I don't I don't care about the TV stuff, but right. <laughs> oh yeah, because when we like take a break. I'm like, all right, Robin, I'm ready to get back at it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but we'll just see what happens. We'll just see. Yeah, we'll just yeah. See. I mean, you know, uh, all of a sudden maybe a miracle will happen after November or maybe it'll just get me worse. I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I have yeah. No idea. <laughs> yeah, like today I was like, I can't stare at this television another second. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you think you have all this time. We thought that this would just be heaven, mm. you know. Yeah, We're just stuck inside, watch whatever we want <sighs> all day long. No, there's there's only so much you can take till no. you have to get out and see daylight. I mean, I wish I had that problem, but if, but unfortunately, I have uh, two smalls that seem to just occupy the TV, and uh, if they've decided not to occupy the TV. Then they're going to make sure that I'm involved in whatever activity they're doing. Uh, uh, so it's like I really have to just kind of wait till like, you know, nine o'clock at night to start <laughs> watching anything. <sighs> yeah. Are they has the Disney Channel obsession hit? The Disney Channel obsession? You mean or Disney Plus or? Just are they like hooked on one certain thing? <laughs> Uh, I can tell you, uh, I could get my, uh, my daughter, uh, Isabel to, 
takeover uh, co-hosting duties because she loves to binge. Uh, She, you know, if you want to talk about Austin and Allie or if you want to talk about Fuller House, you know, Mm -hmm. she might be a good replacement for me. Ah, okay. (laughs) I'll keep that in mind. (laughs) Uh, meanwhile, the other one just wants to watch uh, YouTube videos of, of uh, people screaming at their video games, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, their, their kitty video games, and uh, it's really loud. And Shorter attention span. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although she loves Spider-Verse. Like she'll, she'll be down for any time we want to just sit down and watch some Spider-Verse. <laughs> so, anyway. Ready? I, I, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, thank you. Thank you people for listening. And, uh, I think our plan is going to be, uh, next week we're going to do two, uh, the last two episodes of the season and we'll, we might have guests. And then for each episode of year in the life, we're going to do one podcast for it. So it's like, a, we'll be, it's, it's, it's like, we'll, we'll, we'll turn into like a movie review show for four weeks. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I'm ready now. All right. All right. Gilmore Girls Only. Gilmore Girls Only. I think this is the only, um, episode I actually split into chapters and it's not even much chapters. It's like Luke and everything else <laughs> mm-hmm. because the rest of the episodes, they all seem to kind of flow together. Um, it's- okay. I'm going to read you my, uh, the trivia, the IMDB trivia for this episode. Oh, sure. Did you realize Mia was recast? Who? Oh, Mia. Mia, Mia yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally different person. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Baker. Okay. From uh, Picket Fences, most famously. Ah, yes. But uh, uh, character actress and other things as well. Zach tells Luke that it's obvious Luke used to play ball. Scott Patterson, the actor who plays Luke, actually did play minor league baseball for eight years before pursuing an acting career. Oh, really? So there is hope for us all. <laughs> still hope. Yeah, yeah. I got to get into baseball first, right? That's the that's the <laughs> that's the path. <laughs> well, you know, like Peter Dinklage was like thirty before he started acting. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard of like older actors, you know, getting into acting late in life. Like uh, who was it that just passed away? <laughs> well, not Somebody. Chadwick Boseman. No. <laughs> No, uh, somebody from Brooklyn. He was like very, very Brooklyn because I was in Brooklyn when he died, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm in Brooklyn. He's in Brooklyn." It just uh, oh. Uh, anyway, anyway, yes, it can happen late in life too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mia's house is the same set as Kyle's house in Keg Max. Oh, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I'm, now I'm thinking of the scenes in different. Those two different episodes, and they do look like the same house. Yeah, it's just this one's lit up during the day. (laughs) Um, The show tune Emily puts on in the car is Oh, What a Beautiful Morning from the musical Oklahoma. The plot of the musical has subtle similarities to Gilmore Girls. The story revolves around a woman, Laurie, who has to decide between two men, similar to Lorelai deciding between Luke and Christopher. The musical also features a fundraising auction where the ladies make lunch baskets for the men to bid on <laughs> to win the company of the lady for lunch, a so-called box social. The same kind of auction was featured in episode uh, A Tisket a Task. That wasn't it. It was a basket. A Tisket a Basket. No, I think it was Tisket a Tasket. 
Oh, okay. Where Jess outbids Dean for Rory's lunch basket. That was right. a great episode. Well, yes. Yep. 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 I think that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into the episode. Uh, let's start with Luke. Uh, we start off with Zach pushing cream of wheat. They've got a Zach. I love how like dedicated Zach is to this job. Uh, now that he's taken over for. for yes, I like non-idiotic Zach. Yeah, I like really eager, really earnest Zach. You know, not just like all stuck Duh. on himself and, and stupid. What's going on? I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he was like just like the real, the biggest jerk for. You know, the longest time. And then all of a sudden, Lane took an interest in him and it was like, okay, it didn't make any sense. But maybe she saw, like, you know, late season seven, Zach, and was like, you know, I I can make like it I into that. I see potential. Yeah. There's potential here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll break him like a stallion. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Uh, Kirk uh, calls Zach an amateur because, uh, you know, the whole situation with the pickles and the pickle juice dampening. Uh-huh. It's so funny. My uh, my daughter Isabel uh, has recently gotten the pickles, but the problem is what she does is she takes the pickles out of the jar, uh, you know, the sliced uh, dill pickles, and mm-hmm. she. We, so we like have hamburgers and fries, hamburgers and fries, and she takes the pickles out of a jar and p- puts them on the napkin next to her plate and lets all the juice drain out, like this napkin sop up all the juice. Yeah. And then she turns it over and sops up all the other juice so she can – I'm like, so do you want a cucumber? Like, <laughs> like, like part of it's the juice. Nope. Doesn't want any part of it. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, so uh, yeah, Zach uh, wants Luke to come over for t- uh, tomorrow for dinner uh, and, and says actually Lane also wants you to come over. And uh, I meant to tell you days ago but uh, – um, so can you? And if you don't, um, you're gonna upset my wife. That kind of thing. <laughs> and she's making curry, and he kind of like makes turns his nose up, and he's like, "Oh, okay, change the menu. She won't make curry." Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, at Lane's, uh, Luke brought wine because he's dumb too, apparently. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know he stays, and he's got he's like after dinner, he's like, "I gotta go," and but they offer him homemade peach pie. And uh, it turns that he out he made. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start talking about how like close they feel to him, and he's like, "All right, you guys need money. <laughs> What's going on?" And of course, they want him to be the Godfather. I I, I kind of figured that out. Uh, yeah, because there's like no male uh, father figure in their life, so right. You know, he's the closest thing. They're right. spending a lot of time with him. Yeah, there's like him, Kirk. Uh, Brian, <laughs> uh, Caesar, Caesar, yeah. <laughs> that other waiter that uh, has no lines. Oh, there's Dave, but he has he hasn't come back from California yet. Uh, uh, there's uh, Gil. Oh, Gil. Oh, why isn't Gil the Godfather? Pretty, yeah, he's pretty fatherly. He's a family man. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh. So, yeah, they, he says, okay, sure. And I love it. It's just high fives all around. Like, that's how you seal a godparent deal there. <laughs> yeah, no, because he said no paperwork. Mm, that's yeah. What, uh, Zach said no paperwork. Right. So the next morning, Zach is there bright and early to help him open up. And he's not even supposed to be there. Uh, Luke's, this is Luke's peaceful time. But uh, 
Um, and he's like, I don't like to talk in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if he did. He does this whole like thing where he knocks the ketchup off the counter on purpose. And then Luke catches it. And then he starts taking up like, oh, yeah, hmm, nice catch. You play ball. And, and that's where the baseball thing comes up. But it's so funny. Just got to back up that moments and watch it. You can see that uh, Scott Patterson is just kind of sitting there waiting for it to, to fall. He's yeah. got a hand down. He's got a hand down there waiting for it. Oh, there's one part where uh, Zach's gonna where he makes the uh, mixtape for Luke. Yeah, and he's you can he's pulling the CD out of his apron when he's like, "Oh yeah, I remember now." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess uh, um, Luke kind of likes Motown. That's, that's as much as we get out of him. Um, and uh, yeah, so the next day, Zach says he stayed up all night, made a mix, <laughs> and then starts asking Luke about circumcision. He like there's people like eating, and then like gashes <laughs> on heads, and then he's like, he wants Luke to go out for a beer with him, and Luke pulls him aside, and it's, it, Zach's got him got himself all worked up into like a panic attack over these babies. <laughs> Uh, and then later that night, yeah, he's like, he's like freaking out. Cause it's, it's almost time. And it, yeah. I mean, I guess you do that. You're like, Oh my God, it's yeah. the, the moment I've, we've been waiting for is here. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, hopefully you're ready. <laughs> Glad I didn't have a boy. <laughs> uh, Zach thanks Luke gives Luke the CD and then all of a sudden gets the phone call. Uh, the water broke. Zach wanders like back and forth and then like walks out the door with uh, the customer, Bill. His yeah, because he's like, I got to get my coat. I didn't bring my coat. Oh, my keys are in my coat. <laughs> like, yeah, he's walking around with the pie. And I love that. It's, this is such like, you know, this is Stars Hollow. Luke's like, you know, last one out, turn off the lights, lock up. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bill is like, what about my pie? Take the whole damn pie, Bill. Uh, but we were we were definitely spared the labor and the delivery in the hospital. We so that was pretty much well, it for that. <laughs> I don't know. I was surprised to see that we like cut to later. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't even, not that, that I it. wanted to, well, not that I want, I don't mean, I don't know what I wanted to see. I don't want to see an, you know, somebody in labor, ah, laying <laughs> uh, like freaking out. And yeah. Pissing out. Uh, you know, those stereotypical tropes that you get in every show about somebody having a baby. Right. But, <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what I wanted to see or what would have been entertaining, but I was just shocked that we jumped so far. Well, this show probably learned its lesson by putting you through some hospital shenanigans a couple episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, I don't so want a more like, hospital yeah. crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next chapter I just call Gilmore Girls because it is the Gilmore Girls. Um, so we kind of start in dressing rooms and Lorelai. Is it Macy's? This is like a moment. This is like a huge life moment mm-hmm. where you're buying your child's professional clothes. Like, you know, I can see myself going through this soon or, you know. Right. Where you go shopping for a very special outfit for, for you know, to apply for job interviews. They kept calling this thing a suit. And did... did- did it come across as a suit to you? Because maybe you know, I'm not exactly the king of well, fashion or anything. She tried to own, <laughs> like, yes, like a, this is this this is a professional suit. This is like 
She tried on the slacks and the coat, the jacket, mm-hmm. and she tried on jackets with skirts. So she she tried on several different okay uh, suits. This I, is a female version of a suit. It just looked this very is, casual. This is the this is the Hillary Clinton pantsuit sort of suit. It didn't look very pantsuity though, you know. I mean, it was I'm, it was a suit. I mean, we're we're years out from. From uh, you know years ahead of uh, Agent Scully, that kind of pantsuit. <laughs> um, uh, but I don't know. It, lo- it looked kind of like uh, it looked more like a casual suit. I don't know. Again, no no judge of clothes. Um, apparently, a large um, tank is driving by my house. I have no idea what that noise is. Um, <laughs> what could it be? Oh, it is a tractor. Everybody, we are we have a special guest with us tonight. His name's John Deere, and uh, he just arrived in Vermont. Matter of fact, he's been all over Vermont. Um, but anyway, uh, so uh, so yeah, Lorelai is trying to guilt Rory into uh, joining her to go see Mia's wedding, and then talks about how fun road trips are. But Rory's like, I gotta be there for Logan. I got I got to study. I got a million things to do. Mm-hmm. I'm about to finish up college, Mom. And it is kind of like a last minute thing. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but she was planning on bringing Christopher. So, oh, but uh, I don't know. It is kind of funny because Mia means so much to the both of them, you know. And mm-hmm. how would this not have come up at all? I, I, that doesn't ring true to me. Like, why would it? Why would? Well. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, no, I didn't take it. I, I, I didn't take it that Rory just is just finding out about it. I was oh. just Rory's just busy. She's yeah. got a lot going on. She's got crazy uh, Logan running off to Las Vegas, reverting back to right. old Logan, She's trying to deal with that. She has finals. She's trying to uh, lock down interviews for jobs. So. Um, yeah, I'm really, we're really kind of lucky. Uh, the next scene is Logan watching videos on YouTube and, uh, he says he's going to, the Colin, the Colin Finn monster are visiting him later. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I think we're really lucky because we were kind of spared, like Rory gets away from this situation, calls him, a, calls him a jerk and all this. And then, then he comes, you know, groveling to her later and we don't, we didn't have to see like, Okay, now Logan's going to be like playing pool and drinking and saying uh, disrespectful things to Rory. You know, it's not we're not going to go through all like the sh- the the season kind of you know skipped through that a little bit. <laughs> like he went yeah, out to his, Vegas. We hear that he's his, been sitting around. <laughs> his re- reversion back to old Logan didn't last very long. <laughs> no, it didn't. Thank, thankfully, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, and Mitchum shows up. And he, I, I love the whole thing where he like kind of picks up the phone. Yep, it works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he kind of says, you know, they go back and forth with each other. And he says that if you were just an employee, you'd be fired. You're going to be with the law uh, group, with the law department, legal department. That's the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. You're going to meet with the legal department. You're going to figure out how to get out of this mess. Mm. So he's got, uh, you know, he's got a cushion. He's got, he's got safety nets. That's, those are the words I'm looking for. Safety. He's got a safety net. Dad's going to fix the problem. There's so many episodes where Clark Craig walks in 
tears up the scene and then walks out and then we don't see him the rest of the episode. <laughs> it's just like, I wonder what that check is. Like how much do you get paid for that? You know, uh, I don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Logan calls him a jerk and Rory's like, no, 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 you're a jerk. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, she, she puts, I, I thought she did a pretty good job of not like it really hurts somebody if they're so worked up about somebody and then the person that you love and trust the most is like, no, no, no. I actually agree with that person about you. You are being irresponsible. It kind of puts you back on your heels. And, um, but I think Rory kind of, I don't know. She doesn't get too like petty. Like she doesn't let her frustration in this cause her to be like mean about it. Um, until like she kind of calls him a jerk and then storms out. I don't know. I, I, I thought this could have gone a lot worse, you know, mm-hmm. this could have, Rory ending this argument with like mud on her face too, but, but I think she did a pretty good job. Uh, all right. So we go to the Gilmore house and, uh, yeah, Lorelai is helping on the computer. She tells Emily that she's suffering. Emily doesn't understand what she's talking about. I'm like, I'm not elevating above the ground. What were you talking about? Um, or elevating hovering. No, not hovering levitating. That's probably what I meant to write. (laughs) Elevating. (laughs) Uh, so, uh, Richard comes in in his leisure suit, his uh, <laughs> track suit and Lorelai asks him if he's going to meet up with Tony Soprano later or something <laughs> like that. He's yeah. Like, he's why not, why not get comfortable if I'm going to be home? This is another thing. Like we, we're, we, we kind of get this episode of like both Rory and Emily's men at least are being kind of, uh, the worst. And, uh, and, like by the next episode, they're fine again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it looks like all oh, Richard is really doing bad. And I swear, I think like the next time we see him, it's like, I got a clean bill of health. Everything's good. <laughs> yeah. Where's my putter? The writers, the writers have decided that I am back to me being me again. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe no something new will happen in the next, in the last two episodes. Yeah. You've had your check, your chest sewn open. <laughs> yeah. You've had your chest sawed open. Right. And you're going to go. Oh, play golf and <laughs> not a good idea. I don't know. Uh, maybe he's looking for the putter. So he, cause that's really the only thing you can use in golf at this point. Uh, maybe so. Maybe he's just putting and not whatever that big swing is. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh, John, welcome back. It's like there's not work being done on my road, but perhaps this like farmer has decided that my road is the best shortcut. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I like the fact that you know Emily is annoyed that um, Richard is shirking responsibility. <laughs> so it's like uh, Rory and Emily have a lot lot going on together. I don't, they don't really talk about it though. But um, so yeah, Rory calls. She says I'm in, and then she explains what's going on in her side of the story. And then Emily hears Trip in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, gets excited. She starts talking about a spa that's down there. And meanwhile, Rory's not helping out things, saying, oh, Grandma should come. Oh, Rory says I should come? <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, we'll take, your, we'll take my car. I am not driving in your army vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> so they go in the Jag. Yep. Slowly. Uh, no Rory- eating in the Jag. No. Lorelai is trying to write a poem for Mia, Emily. Which uh, I don't – I mean I understand that Rory used to entertain Mia with her poetry. But 
why 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 didn't Rory write her one? Like, I didn't see. The, <laughs> I think she was trying to write it together with her. I didn't see the significance of Lorelai <sighs> right. reading a, a terrible poem. I think she thought it would be a a, a big gag, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Emily chuckles at the name Howard. Uh, she also went lo- won't let Lorelai open the window and actually puts the child lock on. <laughs> Boring. Uh, Boring. <laughs> oh, you're bored at this? Yes. Oh. Uh, Rory's applying to different papers. Lorelai suggests the Hartford Current. I think that's the last time we hear of that paper. Um, then we have another memory of Mia creating a scurf, and Emily drowns it out with show tunes. And yes. Emily's getting tired of hearing about how great Mia was. Yeah. So you and Emily are on the on the same page at this point. Just like move it along, move it along. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we go to Winky's restaurant, which I wonder is a homage to Mulholland Drive. Did, did you ever see that movie? Yeah, a long time ago. The one of the biggest jump scares in any movie that that's gotten me was the jump scare that happens out outside by the dumpster outside Winky's in Mulholland Drive. Does that sound familiar to you? Hmm. No. Oh. Go ahead. I was gonna say there's every once in a while in this in this show, I swear they're paying homages to David Lynch, um, especially in like Kirk's filming. Um but um Right. But Winkies I thought was like, oh that's that's definitely an homage. I don't maybe Winkies I, as a chain, I don't know. I was thinking they were because because in the beginning Lorelai's talking about oh stopping for Moon pies and <laughs> going here and going there. I, I was thinking Winkies was like Waffle House, mm, yeah, or something like that. Something that we have down here that is really gross that <laughs> <laughs> people seem to oh, like. Yeah, they, didn't she say something like IHOP or Waffle? But she didn't say Waffle House. She had said like Waffle King or something. Yeah, and I was like, what? <laughs> is there a different? Well, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Emily smells cigarette smoke and she's wondering if this is one of those places that still allows it. I miss those places. Anyway. Mickey's Hamburger was a chain of hamburger fast food restaurants in or near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, definitely not in California then. <laughs> because that's where Mulholland Drive takes place, obviously. Oh. Um, all right. Uh, Lorelai and Rory order seafood and Emily's like, Yeah. And uh, she orders a turkey sandwich and a glass of Chardonnay. Did you That's want to the say clear one. That's the clear one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emily looks over different things she's going to do at the spa, tries to talk the girls into joining her, but no, we're here for Mia. And uh, so Emily goes to the bathroom and Rory's like, we should kind of dial it back. It's, it seems like it's bothering Grandma. And Lorelai, of course, is like, uh, you know, F my mom's feelings at all. Uh, <laughs> but I, I guess it's not as bad as it, it has been because really it's like, what do you, what do you expect? You know exactly why we're on our way down here. This is what you decided to put up with. So I guess, you know, they, they shouldn't feel bad about preparing for uh, going to this wedding and, and coming up with these different memories of, of this woman, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but Rory's worried. She wants Lorelai and Emily to remain close-ish after uh, she graduates. And, hmm. yeah. 
Um, yeah, and I never thought about that. I never thought about how Rory would feel guilty or anything about, like, I might be moving to Chicago. I might be moving to New York. Right. I'm leaving you here with Grandma. I'm not here to... Uh, Seal the deal, the, the big help deal. Facili- <laughs> help facilitate your relationship. Help yeah. Be a go-between or be, be involved a, in this re- this relationship. Be a reason week- for the relationship, even. Yeah, on a weekly basis. Yeah. So at the hotel, Emily's cleaning up to go to the spa, and then Mia calls. We see it's Kathy Baker, uh, and Emily tries sneaking out, but of course Rory <laughs> gets him gets her wrapped up in that. So I mean. I don't know. Do you think Rory was like trying to force some sort of reconciliation that she thought needed to happen? I don't know. Or did she feel bad? She's like, I don't want grandma to be by herself. Was she, was she just being polite? And then of course, Emily has to not be, has to be polite and accept. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Well, you know, she's definitely, I mean, it's like, she probably knows that Emily has been feeling uncomfortable about hearing about Mia this entire time. So the last thing she'd want to do is go to this wedding that pretty much like celebrates her and the, and the man she's marrying. Uh, So why? So it's almost like, I think that Rory is forcing a situation that causes Lorelai and Emily and Mia to kind of make peace Together, I don't know, to, to work out the, the feelings that are surrounding that. But, of course, you know, we find out at the end she has no idea about uh, what happened. So, you know, maybe if she knew that, she wouldn't have. Um, but we'll get to that. Uh, Emily has nothing to wear. Yeah, yeah, Okay. So, at the wedding, uh, which is just at a house, and it's, we saw a kegger there, right? <laughs> uh, Emily is bothered by the fact there's no one waiting at the door. Um, she could just hire a maid for the day. <laughs> uh, Mia greets them. Emily is being uh, her, you know, subtly snotty self. She's using the word charming, of course. That's <laughs> that's code for small, not very yeah. impressive. Yeah, and then she meets Howard, and Howard tries to they, like she just they just can't they yeah. just can't carry on a conversation. Yeah, he said, was it Mia that said, you marry a man and you marry his junk? And I was like, well, that's a quote. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then they warn him about seeing her in her dress, but this is very non-traditional. So. Yeah, very low-key, very cash. Yeah. Howard mentions how they are much like Mia described. And Lorelai jokes, oh, she must have left out all the bad stuff. And Mia's like, well, there's no bad stuff. And Emily says, lucky you. <laughs> um, Mia borrows the girls for a touch-up in the powder room while Howard tries to be pleasant. And Emily says, I'm going to sit in the sofa in the back. So we go to the toast. Lorelai reads her poem. Emily checks her watch. Emily asks a, a guest to get her a glass of water. <laughs> Which I was like, that's my mom right there. <laughs> like you really? look, look, you look, you look like you're able-bodied. Just can you go get me a drink? <laughs> that, that's my mom right there. That my mom would totally do that. Really? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, 
So uh, Logan arrives and uh, Rory's pissed. What the hell are you doing here? And uh, Rory yells at him about being last year's Logan, not impressed by your gestures anymore. You're not going to just come run down here and sweep me on my feet and it'll make up or, or anything. And uh, and Logan's like, please let me explain. And, and yeah, I love how Rory just kind of is like, no, this is me blowing off. This is me blowing off steam. This is, you know, you got to go to Vegas and do your blowing off steam. Now I'm mad and this is me blowing off steam. So you don't just get to intrude on that. <laughs> uh, all right. What did you think about that? Nah. You weren't ha- happy with that? I mean, yeah, it was fine. She kind of like stood her ground. Yeah. She wasn't just like, oh, I thought this was very, very mature. Yeah. I mean, I I guess you could look at it as immature because of the the fighting or whatever. But I also think it's like, oh, she's kind of standing up for herself, you know? Yeah, she's standing her ground. It wasn't, no, immature at all. Mm. Right. Um. Later on, some southern guy in a terrible sweater is talking up Lorelai, and Rory helps her escape that. Charlotte, North Carolina. (laughs) Uh, Rory tells Lorelai what's going on, and uh, and she says this is going to be on my terms if I if I if I forgive him. And of course, Logan's just outside waiting. (laughs) Um, And there's all this mess, like. Oh, I can't believe little Rory has a boyfriend. And Emily says, oh, he's from a good family. He's a great boyfriend or something. Well, I hope she doesn't get her heart broken. Well, as a matter of fact, Rory, <laughs> if, if anybody is, Rory's a heartbreaker. Rory's a heartbreaker. She, does, she doesn't get her heart She's broken. smart, confident, witty, charming. She's going to have her pick of newspapers. Rory will be fine. And wow! Then, I, I, I went, okay, All right. <laughs> just like watching the RNC <laughs> convention last week. I want you watch that. that. No, 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 no. But like, I want to see that person they're talking about. <laughs> Who is this person they're describing? Because I don't see that person. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just I, there's something about the the last half of this season. That I am just falling, falling for, like head over heels. I'm just like, yes, this character, yeah, everything works and it's all great and everybody's great and I'm really, I love all these people, and uh, I don't know, I'm just a, I'm just like a, a, a wash and some sort of glow from from watching these. Um, oh well, I am not. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, Emily, that just reminds me of people in my life. Mm-hmm. Of just they're describing their child, and you're just thinking, yeah, no, these people are this this person is not going to do all those things you think that that mm-hmm. person is going to do. These people don't want that person like you think people want that person. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You know, go ahead. Uh, yeah, there's some other stuff here. You kind of skipped a little bit ahead. There was this hippy dippy girl named Donna tries chat- chatting with them, and uh, oh, that was some good texture. Donna was like, "Oh, Mia was like a mother to us." <laughs> and, yeah, and I thought that was great because that instead of it's just this image that you have in your head that they've given us over the years that 
Lorelai showed up on Mia's doorstep with a baby, and right. Mia took her in. There's another person who has history and knows these other characters yeah. and can add to that. Oh, Mia was such a mother to us right in front of your mother who was not a mother to you. <laughs> I, know. I love the moment where Mia talks to Lorelai and, you know, she could have been like, this is a great character too, because, or just at least one that, uh, makes me happy because, you know, she could have been like, Oh, your mom's still giving you crap, you know? Oh, you know, I'm so glad I was there for you or whatever. But no, she's like sympathetic to Emily. And she says, imagine how difficult it was to lose you. And, uh, and then she mentions that, uh, Emily actually visited five years ago and asked for photos and Lorelai's like, Oh my God, she never told me. And I was like, Oh my God, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. (laughs) That was a nice little, like, I don't know. They could have just kind of put that on an index card and stuck it in the board and said, we're going to play this hand, you know, when, you know, years down the road and you know, who knows, or it was just somebody who's. Really knew the show. The writers really know the show, and they they decided to kind of pull that out and go, okay, this is a good way. Because yeah, we're getting towards the end of the show. We're wrapping up these characters. We're sending people in different directions, and uh, yeah, I hate the, I hated the fact that in season six, I think that was season six, we had a ten minute fight about every single problem on the show, and it mostly got resolved in a montage and. I know some people probably don't see it as a resolution, but um, I felt like it was trying to be. <laughs> and uh, I like that this is like, yeah, there's there's like kind of layers to the hurt and the, the pain that both of them have shared over the years that need to be, you know, ironed out. And this is actually really good for, for all of them. Um, and so, yeah, Rory is really smart. She's witty. She is confident and <laughs> she knows her mother and her grandmother really well and played this perfectly. <laughs> and your silence means you agree. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> outside Rory walks out and Logan's like, Oh, you didn't have to bring me cake. She's like, I didn't. <laughs> Uh, Logan apologizes again. He says he fell in a hole. His dad was right. He decided since yes, his dad is so right. Lo, lo, uh, Logan waited a long time because mm. that the wedding was during the day and this is like evening. So hours have passed and yep. Logan just stood out there <laughs> leaning on the car. That's what you do. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. If, if, if the girl's worth it, you know, if you want, if you're, if the girl's important to you, you, that's what you do. Logan. Good guy. Good guy. Um, yeah, he's he decided he's not going to be his dad's employee anymore. He doesn't want to be a pawn. It felt great standing up to his dad, and he felt like his dad had a bit of pride in the fact that he did that. And mm-hmm. uh, and then Rory's like, you know what? I am proud of you. I almost wish I saved you a bite of cake. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, after Emily and Mia talk, we kind of touched on that. Um, Laura, I love that Lorelai kind of stands off and hears the two of them talking, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just sweet. You know, not a lot of, there wasn't any, like, I apologize to you for all the things I did. It wasn't like nail on the head. It was like, it was kind of like subtle. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was very human. I thought, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're just kind of talking about something, but it seems like they're, 
they're relating about a, a subject they both know about. Uh, and uh, I don't know. It, it, it just yeah, if sweet. they can just if they can just be like co-mothers. Yeah. And not Emily doesn't have to be in competition with Mia. Right. Right. It's in the past. It happened. Yeah. Move past it. And I love that Emily kind of shakes Mia's hand and thanks her, and then she says for everything. You know. Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, she makes it's these buried. kind of like these eye movements or something like, yeah. oh, look at my look at my mother being all grown up. Wonderful. And yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that the whole thing where she kind of walks Emily out, Lorelai does walks Emily out and mm-hmm. kind of peeks back over to me. And I couldn't quite make out what she was mouthing to her, but she seemed like she was super happy. Yeah. Um, did you get what she, what she was saying to her? Uh, I can't remember. I can't understand. I couldn't understand. All right. Back at the hotel, uh, Rory, uh, sent her stallion packing, uh, to wait for her at home. <laughs> and, uh, then, and cause it's a girl's trip and, mm-hmm. uh, Rory, uh, then begs Emily to stay and watch a movie. And then she goes to read the vending machine and Lorelai talks to Emily about buying Rory a suits and kind of starts talking about how hard it's going to be without her when she finally leaves, you know? And, uh, Emily is super quiet and she says, I'm sure you'll get through it. And Lorelai realized, you know, she's, she knows what she's referring to. And she's like, I know it was hard for you. And Emily just goes, "Mm." (laughs) and and that's it again. I just thought that was like nice, quiet, you know, I don't, you don't expect Emily to be like, here's all my feelings. And, you know, and now, and, and uh, here's the, all the things you've been, well, you know, you've been wanting to hear from me that, you know, I, Emily is being Emily. And, and, uh, I think, yeah, well, she was just glad to hear that Lorelai was acknowledging that she, she was in pain, that it hurt her, that her daughter left her and she didn't get to experience all those things, um, that she was expected to experience as a mother. And really it's like, I think there was more anger and sadness over the fact that Emily lost this entire time with Lorelai than what Lorelai was thinking, which is, you know, Emily just wanted me to, you know, fit in that school outfit and, and, uh, and not mess up. And that's what she was upset about. Right. She didn't do what I said. So therefore it upset her. So yeah, they, uh, they decided to kick back and watch some pursuit of happiness. Why did they misspell that? And also she thinks Will I have Smith. no idea. Yeah. That Will Smith's very charming. Oh, she's saying charming. She said charming, which yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, she, charming in I, a good way. Yeah. She seems to like mean it in a good way this time, but yeah. yeah. Lane uh, sends Rory some pictures and Emily thinks the camera is distorted. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, newborn babies are not pretty. <laughs> they look like blocks of cheese. So. So that's it for that one episode. <laughs> I think that was a bad episode. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I fell for it. I, I don't know. Except it, for that. I mean, I guess if you're watching this over seven years, mm-hmm. you don't feel like you've just seen that, that uh, Emily was jealous of Mia being able to raise Lorelai. Razor, you know, from a be a part of Lorelai's life in those early years of Lorelai's adulthood, raising motherhood, raising uh, Rory. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it just seemed real. I don't know. It was just, it's fine. It's fine. I just feel like they rushed to write that to get, you know, hmm. you know, time, time's, we're wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, some of the, uh, the Paladino sins are being righted by, by these writers. And, uh, you know what? I'm here for it. I don't care. You know, I, I'm sure there's some super Gilmore Girls fans that are, that are like, the season does not exist. <laughs> and I'd say, yes, the first part of it. <laughs> but this is like, I'm just like, oh, this is great. This is great. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. Hey, Bale Maze. Uh, so we are, we started the dragonfly. Um, there's arguing over baskets between Sookie and Michelle. Whatever. Sookie. Uh, they are setting. What did the the kids, what did the kids say these days? Audi 5,000? Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I'm Audi 5,000. (laughs) (laughs) We go to Paris and Rory's and it looks like Logan's been hanging out there a lot. Paris is upset about the 2% milk. Going down, but there's so many, so much milk in there. Yeah, she has to have like two percent for her cereal, half and half for her coffee, whole milk for her tea, mm-hmm. something like that. She has like all the milks. Lactate for Jonathan, even though he's not like allergic, but he could be or something like that. Uh, he says he's not lactose intolerant, but she says that he's lactose something. Hmm. Uh, Logan marvels at Rory's suit. She's anxious about her first big interview. It's at the Providence Journal Bulletin, the Projo Bull. <laughs> yeah, and Jonathan, I mean, uh, Doyle's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a good paper. Yeah, uh-huh. that's good. That's good. Okay. They have a comic section. <laughs> oh, yeah, he says, yeah, the New York Times don't have a comic section. Yeah. But, you know... Uh, I guess if you go to Yale and graduate from Yale and and you're the editor of the Yale Daily News, I guess you just, you're, you think you're better Mm. than the Providence, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Paris confronts Logan about why he's always there and, uh, and then tells him when they leave because he's staying there to do the dishes. (laughs) Oh, fucking do the dishes, Huntsburger. Do the dishes. Uh, you better check those dishes when you're done <laughs> before you eat. Uh, okay, we go to Luke's. April is big into the deep history of New Mexico. She's very appreciative of the history there, and then she um, also she uh, oh yeah uh, she now has earrings. She just got them pierced. Yes, April is growing up. Mm. She gets new glasses. She she says she she can only be called Sally Jesse so many times, <laughs> and it's time to get new glasses. She she's going into like eighth grade. She's really growing up. She's not a little kid anymore. God, it's so irritated me because okay, and she likes New Mexico. She settled in. Yeah. Yes, I'm getting into a personal story. Here we go. Right. Really irritated me. My wife. Watches Gilmore Girls too. She's watched this a couple times over. She even, like I said, darted ahead of us and uh, watched the rest of the series. Um, so, <laughs> for the longest time, for like the last couple of years at least, my daughter, who is turning nine in a in a week, uh, 
has been yelling at me over and over again that she wants her ears pierced. And I was constantly like, why do you want to mutilate your ears? Why can't you wait till you're a teenager to do that kind of thing? Why do you need to shove holes in your ears? What? And then, you know, her, her back and forth is like, well, why didn't you pierce them when I was a baby? I was like, cause babies don't need earrings. That's why. <laughs> and, you know, call me a, um, I don't know, traditionalist or whatever, Tony Soprano. It's 1950s in here. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that famous line. Uh, uh, but I just don't believe that. I'm like, why does a little kid need earrings? I don't get it. I finally gave in. I said, okay, fine. She's got a birthday coming up. Surprise her. Take her out. Get her earrings, earrings on. And uh, I didn't go, but I got the video sent to me. And it was uh, it was absolutely terrifying to see they, they, they see these these two women they both like put the guns up to both ears at the same uh-huh. time and they're like one yeah, two if, three yeah because if you do one the kid's not gonna let you do the other yeah holy <laughs> and then you see you, you you see my poor sweet little innocent daughter go like like jump like a real start once those ear, earrings go through her ears mm-hmm. and and then you see her like like about to lose it. And then she kind of pulls it together and then she's like, all right, yeah, that was really good. <laughs> because she knows that her father's waiting at home going, I told you, I told you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, ever since then she's been kind of parading around, you know, look at my earrings, look at my earrings, you know, uh, she's looking forward to finally getting them out once it all heals. So she can put like big hoops in her ears and stuff. Uh, <laughs> But then I get to this episode and I'm like, April is how old? And then she's like, I just got my ears pierced. I was like, see? So. Yeah. My, uh, my, mine have grown up. Like if I, I, I have to go get mine done again. And you oh, know yeah. what? I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, why do you need earrings? Why? Why do you need to worry about makeup or anything like that? You're a child. Who cares? Everybody has their ears pierced. Ugh. hate it. I hate Seeing my kids go go down this road of like, well, look, this person has this and this person. It doesn't mean you have to. It doesn't mean you have to. It's like, why do you want to? Because of peer pressure or because you legitimately want them? Well, she's got them now. So anyway, I'm not bitter. (laughs) But I saw this and I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) I could have used this as good evidence. I could have been like, honey, you know, Gilmore Girls. (laughs) That kid's like uh, 14, 15 or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, yeah. So the big thing about that scene is Luke now has this uh, gigantic turquoise bracelet uh, that he's wearing now. Uh, and only for April would Luke wear jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you can, you know, he loves a girl, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, at the Dragonfly, a family is super excited for the spring fling. Uh, Rory calls. Um. Michelle, yes, yeah, so he's calling from a train. Michelle is, talks to her about how trains are disgusting and train tracks are like slug trails. Yeah, she's like, well, this this isn't dirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Rory says it was a great interview. She says she was just being herself. She might just get the job. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was this at this point I was like, what happens at the New York Times? I don't remember. I don't think they kind of pulled these together about like. Okay, or maybe I wasn't paying enough attention because for a while in these episodes, I just have like the words like arrest and fellowship, New York Times. Are they the same thing? <laughs> what is going on? Why is she uh, taking all these interviews? Yeah, well, I just, 
to me, it was like, oh, the San Francisco Chronicle, the Chicago Sun Times, yeah. the New York Times Fellowship, uh, Rhode Island. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I, the potential, I could potentially go anywhere, work work anywhere and do anything. I'm the greatest. Yeah. Everybody wants me all over the country. I'm from <laughs> Yale. I was the, eh. That's all that was going on in my mind. Oh, God, yeah. That, once we get to the, the Paris meltdown about that, that's when I was kind of like, oh, must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. Law school and medical school? <laughs> really? <laughs> really, Gilmore Girls? Really? <laughs> But I mean, and the the point, and we'll we'll get there. We'll, get there, yeah. I'll, we'll talk about it. So yeah, Rory's feeling all grown up on the train, um, and so we go to Lorelai's, and yeah, Rory's got Logan with her, and and yeah, this is when I realized like, wow, Logan has never been here. Like when he started hanging with Rory, she was living at Yale, or she was living in the pool house, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he was she was living with him. It's never and been. Then- Right, and then when he, she was there at Stars Hollow, he was in London. Right. Uh, so, yeah, Logan gives Lorelai fancy flowers, says, Lorelai's house is charming, charming. Because <laughs> they're, they're doing a repeating thing, but again, the word charming comes up. Um, yeah, they set up, a, she set up a, trouble, a trundle bed, but it's just kind of like, you guys do what, whatever yeah, makes you feel comfortable. <laughs> I'm sure that every parent... Or not every parent, but that time when you're a parent that you have to put your child to bed and they have their significant other with them. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh. You put them, yeah. I want to put them to bed. I'd be like, good night and walk away. <laughs> well, or, you know, show them to their room. <laughs> yeah, that's true. When you host them, when you host your child and yeah. their significant other. For the first time, yeah. My oldest is married, and I'm I'm not looking forward to that. I haven't done that yet. Um, I I I remember after right after we got married, our power was out, so me and Edward went to my parents to spend the night. And I remember thinking how weird it was to sleep with my husband under my parents' roof. (laughs) (laughs) I remember thinking how hard this must be for my father. Uh, yeah, so, okay, so Rory takes Logan for a trip around Stars Hollow and points out all the places that she's crashed her bike. Uh, then shows her Miss Patty, shows him Miss Patty's, then shows him the hay bale maze and as it's getting set up and talks about different stories of Taylor and Logan just finds it all fascinating. Mm-hmm. He's really into this. <laughs> Uh, at Luke's, Zach greets them and we hear that Rory and Logan met Quan and Steve off screen. Yes. We're not going to, we're not paying for babies. It's too late. Too late. They're, they're, they're bundles somewhere. (laughs) At least so far. I don't know. Um, yeah, Rory's like not getting a call from the paper, uh, the, the Providence journal, yeah, she said she would call today. Well, the day just started. Yeah. She wants, she keeps thinking she wants that Rustin Fellowship. Um, so Luke realizes that Taylor is piling hay in front of Luke's, and Logan gets a front row seat of a classic Luke Taylor argument. <laughs> and he says this is better than Colonial Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that uh, Taylor is a, 
allergic to the hay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love how that turns out. Uh, Lorelai talks to Sucky about how charming uh, Logan is. I'm not sure if I picked that word or if she actually said that too. Um, but wait, what? How she Lorelai talks to Sucky about how you know charming Logan is, but oh. Sucky calls her out on her tone. She's got a bit of repressed, repressed judgment. And uh, she says, you know, right now it's just not her place. Uh, you know, with Dean and Jess, you know, she was younger and she could t- get involved or whatever. But now it's like she's talking about all the things that Logan has messed up on recently and she can't really call him out on that or, or talk to, feel like comfortable talking to Rory about it. You know, how, yeah. how, how concerned she is. It's really difficult when somebody you love comes to you with complaints, with negative things about their significant other. And you're like, how am I not supposed to hold that against them? Right. Right. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, we go to the town meeting and Lorelai uh, gets to see Luke and uh, – uh, does a little bit of small talk with him, some awkward small talk. <laughs> oh God, that was, uh, it was that was painful, painful yeah. awkward small talk. <sighs> wait, wait, am I th- am I thinking of the right? Well, part? no, this is okay. It's, it's, it was, it's uh, quick. It's quick. It's, it's like quick, on their way to sit, sitting down. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fine, but at least we have Lorelai back in the diner. Um, yeah. Well, this is the, this is Miss Patty's, the town meeting. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what I'm thinking, man. <laughs> Miss Patty's town meeting. Hey. Oh, Taylor explaining the significance of the hay maze. Right. There's no lemonade booth and, you know, and then there's no, uh, you know, what about Maury salty nuts? There's no booth for salty nuts. Um... So, they can't afford that. Everything is going to hay. Yeah. And then he reveals this huge hay maze. And then we reveals also that Kirk has been standing underneath a hood or uh, underneath a sheet in a giant minotaur mask That's the entire time. Hey, Kirk, what's with the cow's head? <laughs> Some great Babette stuff on these episodes. Yeah, this, this hay maze takes up the whole town. So huge Yeah, the gazebo is being moved Yes That is significant Mm -hmm. Uh, At Lorelai's Lorelai finds Logan and Rory Making paella Which is a word for a food That I've heard now and then Oh, um, 4th of July I made vegetarian paella It had artichokes in it All kinds of bell peppers yeah. It was delicious. That sounds so gross. And then I got a stomach virus. <laughs> See, that's exactly what I think I would get from eating that. Like and I thought I had the thought I had the COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah, we found out the gazebo is being taken out because people would recognize it as a landmark. <laughs> so, uh, Lo- Lorelai talks to Logan about business. She's not really impressed with the the rich boy playing the dot com boom thing. And that's when Rory runs in excitedly. She got the job in Providence. So 
later on, Rory is talking about moving to Providence being a big fish in a small town. She'll get to write a lot more than she would at the big papers. She oh, says, she's a big fish. Oh, she thinks she know, is doing Providence. She's doing Providence a favor uh, by taking this job. It's something about Rory Gilmore where she says stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> you're Rory Gilmore, of course. And and I'm not thinking like, oh, thinking it in comparison to like many other people would want that job and, and how much they would you know appreciate that. Um, and it is funny how these episodes kind of – Kind of humble Rory. I mean, if there's, if there's anything oh, yeah. that you should be happy about, I think, is that Rory gets humbled like crazy in these last few episodes. It's almost like the writers are like acknowledging the fact that Rory gets everything uh, that she mm-hmm. wants. Um, so it's just interesting. Um, so, yeah, Logan and Lorelai then get into a debate over going – of her going for her dream versus making sure that she's got a steady paycheck and 401k. And as uh, Rory's getting uh, pies, Lorelai Logan is like, "What is that? Four one k." And uh, yeah, Lorelai says, "You know, Rory's not like you. She's not a gambler. You're a gambler." And then Rory comes well, out with three pies. Log- Logan can gamble. Logan has the privilege and the right. uh, birth. What do you call it? The uh, silver spoon. <laughs> the. Uh, Birthright, <laughs> savings account, the uh, trust fund for the trust fund. Okay, he's he's got the trust fund. He can, he's he's got the. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm playing the pyramid with you. I, I just know. want to tell you tell you I really appreciate it. It's a good game. I love <laughs> it's pyramid. It's fun. It's fun. Guessing <laughs> guessing what's going on in my brain, <laughs> or what's not going on in my brain. <laughs> hey, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, all right, uh, Lorelai's house. Rory is up late writing her pros cons list. Uh, mm. Logan decides to get his pants and then his shirt and then his socks on to go get some water because yeah, he's in a he doesn't want to be in an awkward situation and uh, you know show off the abs to his potential uh, you know the the mother of his uh, yeah he doesn't want girlfriend. Rory's Rory's mother to think that they've been having sex yeah yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. So, of course, as soon as he goes out in the kitchen, gets water, Lorelai comes in looking for pie. Um, and Logan, I, I love this. You know, Logan gets this like moment where he's like, try, he's now he's got a chance to talk to her one on one again and kind of resolve this kind of argument, um, saying he's not a gambler. He's that's not who I am. I don't want you to worry. And Lorelai says, I worry. You take things too lightly. You, you know. And, but Logan's like, yeah, of course, I know I made a mistake. I didn't want to like beat myself up in front of you. It's, it's really embarrassing for me. And she says that they're, they're not in a silver spoon household. It's Spork City. (laughs) (laughs) But Logan says Lorelai is like him because she left that lifestyle and with a baby, which, uh, I thought that was like such an interesting thing to say, you know? Yes. That he acknowledges we like come from the same her. place, yeah. And you should, you should, you should realize that I'm doing the same thing you're doing. Right. I'm going. I'm striking out on my own. I'm uh, but not yeah, going to be the spoiled brat. Right. And Lorelai says she worked hard for it, and uh, Logan says that he wants to work hard. And I love that they just kind of like they like to kind of smile and they get like wait a second, and then Lorelai's like, "All right, you want some pie? You want some ice cream with the pie?" And, 
<laughs> so I don't know. I thought that was really kind of a, a sweet uh, yeah. scene. That was good. Oh, glad you agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go into the streets of Stars Hollow the next day, and the family from the Dragonfly, especially a little kid, is just not impressed by the maze. I mean, and Logan proclaims how loudly how great mazes are and how much work <laughs> it's put in them, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Logan's great. Um, yeah, something about, I'm glad we didn't go to that water park and we decided <laughs> to come here to this maze. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I love that Logan's just like, Taylor is a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and Kirk is not wearing the Minotaur suit. He is actually the maze guard. He's on stilts so people who get lost he can find. Uh, Taylor, like you said, he's allergic. <laughs> yeah, he's just snotting everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Logan and Rory talk. Uh, he said he got a glance at her pro-con list, and his name is on the list with three question marks. And he says, I want you to make that decision on what you want to do. Yeah. I want you to take me out of the equation. And yeah, she thinks that he me means, in. she thinks he means we're breaking up. Right. We're, we don't really have a future, but he means you, I want you to do what you want to do and don't worry about me. We'll right. be okay. Right. And, mm. um, and this is, this is just something that so many people have to deal with. Especially these days, you know, back in the day for me, you know, the female life career revolved or, you know, wherever the husband went because he was making so much more than she was and Mm -hmm. her career didn't really even matter. She could just do whatever. But so the good uh, old, the good old days, right? Yeah, the good old days. uh (laughs) Uh-huh. You know, back, make America great. Uh Um. But yeah, uh, you know, like Morgan's friend that graduated, she's going to have student loans to pay back. She's not even going to be using her degree, which right now is just such a screwed up, messed up time with COVID and everything, where she can't use her degree that she worked so hard for and she's still having to pay for. And... Mm -hmm. She's getting married, so she's going... I mean, it's just, it's just sickening. Um, but I mean, I'm so happy, like, you know, and I mean, the way, the way these episodes kind of end is, it obviously takes that major turn at the end. And, uh, I, I'm, I am interested in, uh, what happens after that. Probably gonna watch these last two episodes pretty soon, but the the fact that Logan like goes here's what here's what I'm thinking. You like don't don't factor me in, and and then they kind of like agree to f- to factor each other in. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that again, it's just approach. I think that they were they never would have dreamed that he would end up in California and she would end up where I mean right. wherever she's going to end up I think they were just thinking that it'll work itself out and they'll be fine and if they have to have a long distance relationship they will but yeah I just don't think that they foresaw right you just have to be kind happen. of optimistic that it's all going to work out but you don't want to tell the person that you love that like no you need to consider that we're in a relationship and if we're going to be in a relationship we have to be living together so we need to figure out Whose dream is more important, you know? Mm-hmm. Who's going to be limited uh, to the other person's dream or vice versa? Um, 
I think there's also a lot has to do with um, again. I'm uh, I'm not sure if we know we're we're on our way out at this point. Maybe. Um, oh, I feel like certainly, yeah. Okay, but I almost feel like this is like written like. Okay, so if we wanted to mine more drama in this rela- relationship, and yes, there is a big thing that happens at the end of these episodes that mm-hmm. you, we get just the last bit of drama that's going to be squeezed out of this. But I think if they were like planning for a season eight, like they'd have a fight here and then they'd, you know, they'd break up, you know, and, you know, who knows if like, we'll get to it, um, but who knows if they'll end up breaking up as a result of the next thing, but. This, I think they could have, they would have mined more drama out if they had more, if they, they had more time to work with us. I don't know. I like, I like it, but it's, to me, it seems like a little bit more realistic. This is what you do when you love a person. Um, and, uh, you respect them and and maybe like you're acting maturely and rationally. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Uh, so yeah, Zach, uh, Zach, is at Luke's. He says he mastered the maze and April goes excitedly to try it out. And Zach says, he's going to go through the maze tonight with a blindfold. I could smell the hay. <laughs> yeah. Because he's delivering food. Yeah. And he had to, he had to learn the maze to get to the other side to deliver the food. That's right. That's right. I wonder, you know, it's, it's at this point we get a lot, we've had a lot of like kind of fun Zach's, you know, he's really impressed us by, Turning out to be a pretty uh, solid guy, um, uh, ditzy, but still like likable. Um, and I do wonder at this point where it's like he he's doing strange things. You know, that is he stealing a little bit of Kirk spotlight? Are we are we kind of uh, enjoying more of Zach's uh, antics than we would be with Kirk? Yeah, that's what I was. I was hoping. I hope in the next two episodes we get some good Kirk. Kirk mm. moments because these these have been very Kirk lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we have Lorelai wandering through the maze and she runs into Luke because of course, when one is without direction in life <laughs> and trying to make your way through, sometimes you end up finding the right person. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lorelai is wowed by Luke's bracelet. Then they just start apologizing to each other. And uh, I love it. She says she messed up and it was wrong what she did. And then Luke's like, also like, I'm sorry. I also learned a lot. And I, I really compartmentalized you while working things out, out with April. And, and he even says like, I used April to push you away, which mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, uh, is still kind of a sore subject for me. So <laughs> I, 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 I kind of saw it differently, but, uh, you know, they, I, I do like the the fact that they're both like, kind of like, all right, here, it, here it all is. Like we're now we're now many months out of this, mm-hmm. and we just want to have our a relationship back because we miss each other. You know, here's everything that's that. Yeah, they're like kind of telling each other things that each of them want to hear, but I, I think they're mostly honest. Um, mm-hmm. He did compartmentalize her. Uh, I don't know if he. I don't know if he was consciously using April to push her away. Like, I don't, I don't see him doing that. Like, I think he, I think he wanted to marry her, but I don't think he want, or or at least it was written poorly Mm -hmm. uh, where that wasn't clear enough to me. I I don't know. All right. Um, I mean, all I could see was 
he could only do one thing at a time. Mm. He, men, you yeah. know, men can't multitask. Yeah, man, they suck. That's what uh, they say. Uh, <laughs> That's what they say. I don't know. Uh, no, I, I have a problem multitasking. Sure, sure. Well, you know, they say the only reason that women can multitask is because we have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you have to take care of us, so that's just the way it yeah. is. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Got to do everything. Uh. everything. <laughs> I don't do the yard, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, finally, the episode kind of ends with Luke giving her Zach's instructions to get out of the maze. And we kind of pan away and we see... Well, that's a lot of hay they put there, huh? Yeah. Oh, boy. I wonder if they had, like, a, a local festival or something that they took it from. Or... Yeah, it reminds me of the daisies. Yeah. Yeah. 500 daisies. And yeah. it was ended up being, like, 5,000 daisies. Right. Next episode is episode number three. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like riding a bike. Which I thought was just going to be Luke and Lorelai having sex over and over and over again. Uh, but I guess not. See? Uh, what? You know, I don't know. I just see this as closure and moving past the uh, the breakup and the, the yeah. being separate and moving back toward being friends. Yeah, for sure. And That's definitely uh, what it is. Uh, and, and it's and I'm, I'm also happy with that. You know, I, I do want them to be together in the end, and they will be. Um, I have not given up hope, um, but obviously we they can't just they she can't rebound on her rebound. You know, mm-hmm. but I, but I honestly thought like oh they're running the episode the ep- we're getting towards the end of the season we're running out of episodes maybe there's like a, uh, a three month time jump. You know, they get together and then the next episode's like, oh man, the last three months have been nothing but the, you know, whatever. And, and, uh, and we, and we're now back to regular old Luke and Lorelai. It would have been a cheat, but I would have thought, well, they need to wrap things up. So they want to finish the story. And she does, she did realize that the problem with Christopher was that he was a rebound. So she will not do that again. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. But she's definitely interested. Did did this dress that she's wearing here at the beginning of "It's Just Like Riding a Bike" seem a bit hot topicy to you, <laughs> or just I don't know, like um, I don't know? It just seemed. It was, I guess it was, seemed very mod cloth to me. Yeah. It so, seemed very uh, vintage throwback. Yeah, I didn't see hot topic. Hot topic. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's I'm like, using the wrong words, but okay. Like I, maybe the bow in the front and the the knee high boots. I was just like, she's like, I don't know. I I had a feeling like she kind of dulled herself up to go see Luke that morning. You know? Uh, yeah, she seemed very dressed up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so very pink cheek, rosy cheeked, and bright lip. You can't just go ahead and pull the bandaid off and do this. No, it's got, it's stars hollow. Everybody is involved in everybody else's life. Miss Patty and Babette are there and they raise their eyebrows and, you know, she just wants to like sit down normally at the booth and Kirk just makes this gigantic production about having to give his stool up and talking about how it's been like nine or 10 months 
and I, I was like, has it really been that long? I mean, we're a binge cast, so it could, could have been. Kirk has the exact date in his book. And, uh, yeah, so Lorelai tries to stay with the coffee, but the small talk is so awkward. So, mm. Was this the uh, dollar for a cup of coffee? I think so. Did you, did, I, did you see what I put in the group? Yeah. A cup of coffee hasn't been a dollar since like 1980. <laughs> I maybe in a diner though. You know, I I remember like a bottomless cup of coffee being like a dollar. I don't know. 13 years ago? Uh, I don't remember back that far. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't gotten a cup of coffee in a diner you in a long time. It's been a I'm long married. time since <laughs> you were able to get anything for a dollar. Like yeah, when I see yeah. when like I never have any cash on me. When my husband leaves a dollar laying around, I think I should just grab that stick in my pocket. And I'm like, why? You can't buy anything with a dollar. What's it going to help? You might as well have zero, zero in your pocket. <laughs> my kids see a dollar, they're like, oh my god, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on the road, uh, Lorelai answers her cell while driving her military vehicle. And we hear that Davy and Martha got chicken pox. Jax is going to a hotel. Uh, so he doesn't get chicken pox because he's just going to be a baby. It's going to be a huge baby about it. And then Lorelai's like, well, maybe I'll host him at my house. Is that okay? That's no problem with me. And so he's like, well, he's a huge slob. You know, you don't want that. Uh, and then we realize Suki <laughs> is still, she's mad about the vasectomy. I, I didn't put that together. I, I don't know why, but I was just kind of like, oh, gosh, yeah, I was like, they just, Suki, what are they arguing about? I, yeah, Suki is talking about Jackson in very unfavorable <laughs> terms. Did you see where she takes uh, the toddler cup of milk and she smells of it and then she shakes the milk into her coffee? No, <laughs> I didn't she, see that. And then she takes the sucker that's stuck to the tablecloth off and throws it away. <laughs> you know, she's just stressed right <laughs> with two kids that well, have maybe, chicken pox maybe i was distracted by the fact that you know it's right around here that the jeep starts breaking down and uh i thought oh is she running out of gas again <laughs> like didn't we just do this uh okay so we go back to paris and rory's uh apartment paris and jonathan jump up when rory arrives because paris has mail from all sorts of different medical schools and rory well, she tries her best to act interested. <laughs> yeah. And yes, it's it's a big production. They got to get the lucky letter opener out to and get lucky Rory to use the letter opener and yell yell law schools first. She gets in. Yay! Paris gets a, gives an acceptance speech thanking them both. Then we go to Harvard Medical. We are pleased well, to inform. Yay! <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, she's like Harvard, you you know, you turned me down. I couldn't get into yeah. undergrad. <laughs> yeah. She, so she gets into law school and medical school. Yeah. All of these law schools, all of these medical schools. So, so yeah. But, the, I mean, it would be ridiculous, but you have to, you're looking at it from Rory's perspective of, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I don't know where I'm going to be. And, uh. Paris has all of these propositions. I know. But the rest of the scene is like, okay, so Paris, like, we go to the University of Pennsylvania, and then 
Paris notes, notes a drop in enthusiasm and starts fixating and like, maybe it's a perception. Like what, it, so the university of Pennsylvania doesn't sound like a good enough, like that. Well, should I factor that into how, which one to, which one to pick and which should I pick medical med school or law school? Also, where am I going to live? And then, um, Columbia, same thing. Paris freaks out. She's got too many options. Um, she says, uh, yeah. So yeah, Rory gets kind of offended because Paris is like, well, it must be nice to know what you want. And, uh, and if you don't get that fellowship, you're going to have other options. And Rory's like, yeah, it's nice, but it's also really scary. Cause I've I'm put all my eggs in this <laughs> rest in fellowship. Um, and then Paris ends up crumbling on the couch after she gets into Stanford. And I was just like, yeah, I wrote at the bottom of my notes for this scene. I wrote, can you imagine identifying with this scene at all? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like- I can identify with like not knowing what you want to do in life. That's, that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can't identify with like um, open doors at anywhere I turn. Mm-hmm. People everywhere wanting me and, yeah and, and i not can't having, figure out who to do what, which one to not do. having to worry about the cost yeah. or how what i have to do to get there right it's more like i have to i have to figure out how how i'm going to which which one i'm going to do and it's a huge risk because no matter which one i do i'm going to have to pay for it it's going to be a lot of money and it's going to be paying for it the rest of my life probably mm-hmm. and if i'm not happy with it well i just screwed made the biggest worst decision of my life you know and uh and put myself in the debt forever for what you know uh, yeah i mean it, like here a lot of people come from other parts of the world they come to school here because cost of living is very very cheap yeah and the school is is very reasonably priced. I could not imagine going and living in New York City and going mm. to Columbia for graduate school. <laughs> Twice as much as regular school. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The cost. But when you're a doctor, you're making – and really yeah. these days they say doctors don't really – I know where I work, they do a lot of research – and they work as attendings. Like they have, they wear many hats mm-hmm. to be able to make money. Right. Yeah, and it's also like, okay, if if you know, obviously, it takes a lot of work to get the uh, get the attention of so many different schools. But you know, if if all these different people are offer making offers, like that's going to be a lot of work trying to. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like. It's 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 definitely hard to identify with. I, I guess that's what I'm getting at. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. I'm many years but, out but of the this point, situation anyway. The so. point, uh, just what the point of it is, is it's just making Rory feel bad about herself because she doesn't know what she's going to do. Yeah. Well, she's put all her eggs in this one basket. She's got all these other offers sitting aside and gathering dust. While she just sits there waiting for that fellowship to come through. And uh, I don't know. Um, should she? I mean, I, I think, you know, maybe, maybe, I, I think she made the right decision. She has an opportunity to get her dream job. She should go for it. Um, but in the changing uh, environment of journalism, <laughs> she should just get what she can 
she should just take what she can get. I know, but there's always going to be that lingering feeling. Like I could have done if I just waited. I could for have that worked fell, at the New York Times. I would have been yeah. at the New York Times. I would have been in Providence, which I'm sure Providence is a nice place. But but uh, you know you you have to get started someplace. Yeah, you can't start at the top. You got to work yourself up to your dream job. That's true. But if you have an opportunity to get that dream job, then you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It, it'd be pretty hard to just be like you know what, I'm going to be humble and I'm going to go work in Providence. <laughs> so as much as I'm like, I'm like, oh, poor Rory. I'm also like, I don't know if I was presented with this opportunity, I probably would do the same thing. I, I don't know. You know? Um, all right. So uh, we go to Lorelai's. Sookie brings Jackson in and lectures him. Try not to annoy Lorelai. Here's a salad. Eating in the kitchen. Don't use her home phone. <laughs> and then she's kind of storms out. And uh, Gypsy calls Lorelai, and yeah, we got to put the Jeep down. It's got total internal destruction. Jackson offers a ride to Lorelai, but he gets a ride at 4.45 in the morning. And <laughs> she says, I'll take my bike. I last rode it 12 years ago. <laughs> and then she says she's got chicken nuggets for her child, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, we hit the yeah, road. Yeah, she has her bicycle. From when Rory went through that phase of where she wanted to ride a bike. Yeah, right. <laughs> when she was uh, 10. Uh, Lorelai's got an earbud in. Rory calls, and she's here. I'm catching up on all the all my plot. And uh, and then she yells at Lorelai for answering her phone while riding a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just like, I don't know. If she was driving a car, I don't know if she'd say that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because um, that's what that's for. It's for like hands-free. Yeah. Talk. Uh, so at the Dragonfly, Lorelai talks cars and says like Jackson being over was actually a lot of fun. And Sookie keeps trying her best to get Lorelai to say something bad about her husband. And uh, Michelle is saying that she should get a luxury car. Um. Sookie tries to make Lorelai imagine her dream car. It turns out that Lorelai's dream car is a, a swan float. <laughs> <laughs> and Lorelai's thinking about getting a, used, getting a used car, but Michelle scoffs at her and talks about how gross it's going to be. And says, then Lorelai's like, no, I'm going to get a new car. And she thinks, this is something Luke would be good at. And Sookie says, well, there you, there's, your, there's your key to getting you guys talking again. So... Uh, Lorelai calls Luke, but meanwhile, um, Jackson calls Sookie and is freaking out about something. Mm. Uh, so we hit the tr- we hit the, hit the road in the truck. We have small talk in the cab. It is awkward still. And they try the radio. Uh, Paris and Rory's, uh, Jonathan storms out. He just got dumped, calls her a psycho and he leaves in tears. Poor Jonathan. Mm. She's breaking his heart, so she her heart won't be broken. Yeah. Preemptively and breaking them up. Paris is very calm. She says she's not basing her decision on him, even though he's not making her base his, her decision on him. Mm-hmm. So everybody is dealing with this. Right. Uh, Lucy wants them to get together to toast Glenda, a new apartment outside New York City that she and Olivia are getting. And so Paris decides to join. Um, but we go back to 
Lorelai as we see that Jackson has destroyed the dollhouse. He like dropped it and then he fell on it. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. (laughs) Sookie keeps picking on him and picking on him. And Jackson's like, you're still angry about the, the pregnancy. And Sookie admits that she is. And Jackson admits that he's mad at himself. And soon enough, they make up, which is good. I, I like that. You know, again, after feeling bad about how much I took Jackson's side a couple weeks ago, um, I like that this, you know, this has gotten me to think about things from Sookie's point of view. And also, like, I like that the show doesn't make light of it either, you know? Right. <laughs> I like they're like, oh, you know, this that is kind of a, uh, that is something that isn't resolved so quickly and it isn't like a joke, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? She's mad. She's yeah. really mad that he took control of, yeah. out of her hands. Right. Um, okay. So but we go- mostly it was a good way to write in her pregnant, her actual real life pregnancy. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, I also love that, you know, the show kind of respects Jackson and Sookie enough to be like, they got pregnant. Wah, wah, wah. You know, like it's a big joke because this human life that's, you know, arriving soon, you know. Uh, what a blunder. They got He got her pregnant. It uh, was a big mess up. It was a mix up in communication. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Um, so at the Ford dealership, Lorelai's having trouble. She's just waiting for that feeling. And Luke's getting more and more irritated. Oh, he gets so mad. He was like, uh, hatchbacks don't have an inferiority complex. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, uh, Sports cars don't think they're better than other cars. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. He's getting annoyed with her silliness. Suki calls in the middle of it all, and I love it. Lorelai's like, this is a new way Jack Bauer could torture terrorists, make them shop for a new car with their their ex-boyfriends. Yeah. Um... And they finally find the same Jeep, but Lorelai's like, no, it's still different. The cup holder is different. The, there's this button here, and she's just not getting that feeling. And Luke calls her ridiculous and says, this is the bathroom tiles all over again. And he starts ranting about the different problems she's had with each car, like you said. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, he's just hungry. And he, she hungry. offers something. I've got, some or- I've got some Oreos in my purse. <laughs> And he gets super irritated about all the things that she carries around in her purse. And he's talked to her about that over and over again. And I love it. Oh, God. It's so great. When Lorelai starts smiling and Luke getting madder and madder, I was like, oh, my God, they're back. (laughs) And Lorelai says, you're not getting a card today. And but they're going to stop for a milkshake. And he's like, we are not stopping for a milkshake. (laughs) Uh, So Lorelai. Luke's angry. Yeah. Lorelai bikes up to her house and, uh, yeah, Jackson's like, you're waiting. And Lorelai says the bickering is normal, is nice. And, uh, so he's like, huh, get in the car. A lot of memories, huh? <laughs> Here's some other memories we destroyed. <laughs> but they said they found a dollhouse restorer online. So maybe they're fixing the dollhouse. I'm assuming that's going to show up in the season finale and it's going to be totally fixed as well as so many other things that are fixed at the end of the at the end of the series. I don't know. We'll see. Uh we go to a bar. It's Paris isn't very talkative as Lucy and Olivia and Rory are talking and they they t- they they titter off. I'm not sure if this is the last we'll see of uh Kristen Ritter and uh the other girl that's not Jessica Jones. Um but uh yeah, 
Paris is upset. She misses Jonathan. She says that no matter how much she took him out of the equation, she couldn't help going back to him in, in her thoughts. And, and she's in, she's in tears and she wasn't supposed to meet the guy until she was 30. That wasn't part of the plan. And, uh, Rory says that she and Logan are factoring each other in. Paris asks, what is Rory going to do if Logan gets a job in San Francisco? And Rory says that she's going to choose the New York times and they'll work. They'll do long distance like before. And Paris says choosing to be a part might be choosing to be a part. So that was a good scene. I love, I, you know, I love a good Paris, like breaking down like that, you know, Paris is like, I don't know, a, a real tough broad <laughs> and it has all these like, um, uh, crazy things that are super annoying, but I love when you kind of see the, um, the Paris underneath. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Lucy and Olivia, Olivia will be in another episode. Oh, good. Okay. So we go to Lorelai's and Luke pulls up and he's really surprised to see Jackson there. It is wrestling PJs. Yeah. <laughs> so happy to see those again. <laughs> Call back. Yeah. Jackson, I mean, he's just like a little kid talking about all the fun they're having. They're going to eat so much <laughs> and stay up late. <laughs> It's so funny. Uh, Luke tracked down a Wrangler that is exactly the same as Lorelai's. He tested it out. He says, if you want your old car, get this one. Then have Gypsy take the old engine out, put the new one in. And and that makes absolutely no sense. (laughs) And and he gives her the number and he says, this is ridiculous. And uh, I talked him down to 1500. (laughs) Yeah. And, she's, and it sounds like she's just going to go ahead and do it, you know? Mm-hmm. He and, fixed her problem. He knew, he knew what she needed. He fixed her problem. Right. Uh, and then she starts talking about how she's going to be on a bike for two weeks. And and then and Luke's like, well, come down to the diner. I'm going to put air in your tires and add a bell because, you know, people need to see you coming or whatever. And Laura's Laura like, I want a horn. And he's like, fine. Are you happy? <laughs> Again, it's just... She loved it. I loved it too. I loved it too. I'm so glad. (laughs) I'm so glad. And, uh, yeah, we finally were at Paris and Rory's and Paris has decided the night before that she always wanted to be a doctor. She's decided that she's going to be a doctor. And that's when Jonathan walks in and he's not moving out and he's not breaking up. He loves Paris Geller. You're the strongest, most infuriating, most exciting woman I've ever met in my entire life. And there's no way I'm going to let you go anywhere you go. I am going. Good for you, Jonathan. <laughs> and they move to the bedroom. And then Rory opens up a letter. And it starts with, we, we regret to inform you. And I'm telling you, my heart sank when I saw that. Because I honestly, really? I, I was just like, this show always gives Rory, it always works out for Rory in the end. This is always going to be Rory, perfect Rory, getting all the things she wants and, you know, having the air of obviously, I mean, she's a great student. We know she studies, she studies a lot. She's, she works for it, you know, but there's also a little bit of, uh, um, you know, like you, like you said, like we talked about how going back and thinking about her talking about Providence as if it's going to be like 
her backup or, or a big, that's it. Big fish in a little pond or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that is so, it's such a like entitlement, you know, mm-hmm. she's doing them a favor. Yeah. And to me, it's like, okay, you could look at the show that way, but you could also look like, oh, the, you know, it's Rory, you know, and we're, we want, we want good things for Rory. Um, but, uh, uh, I'm so glad that they've decided right at the end to be like, you know what? No, <laughs> we're, we need to see her work through this. She's not going to just like, this is not going to be, this is not going to be easy. As Luke Skywalker said, this is not going to go the way you thought. Um, I'm going to read, tri- are we at the end of the episode? Yes. Okay. Here's trivia. Rory's apartment is at 544 House Street, apartment number eight in New Haven, Connecticut, hmm. 06511. The street exists, and it is only four blocks from the old campus of Yale. The address, however, is fake. The numbers only go up to around 140 on that street. Oh. <laughs> when Lorelai comes back to Luke's diner for the first time, Kirk's, Kirk gets out a notebook and says the last time she was there was May 22nd. May 22nd is Sean Gunn's birthday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Suki's third pregnancy was written into the show since Melissa McCarthy is pregnant in real life while the last right. season is being filmed. All right. Shall we go to Lorelai? Lorelai? Uh, yes. Lorelai? Lorelai? You mean read the, tr- since I'm here, I'll read the trivia. Oh, go ahead. When Rory is telling her family about not getting the job at the New York Times, Emily says that if your name isn't Keller or Salzburger, you may as well not even apply. The Huntsberger family is modeled after the Salzburgers. Oh, okay. During karaoke night, when Kirk is singing, one of the signs behind him says, Boo Zoo Barnes. Boo Zoo was the Zydeco band who auditioned for Lorelai and Luke's <laughs> wedding night in season six. That's funny. The lullaby playing when Lane puts the twins to bed is Boys Don't Cry by the Cure. I knew it sounded oh my like God, a... I didn't even realize that. I love that song. I, I thought it was kind of a 80s... Uh, what is... I guess I wasn't paying attention to it. Yeah. But I love those uh, those rockabies, those rockabye lullaby albums. You know, I used to use those when the they were wee little babies, the kids. Oh, um. All right. So we start off in Chilton, <laughs> which is like what? Like I was like, oh my god! And I looked at Rory's outfit and her hair, and and then I, and then I look around at the kids around her, and I'm like, man, she is definitely looking older than these kids. Because uh, like on her own, she looks like she hasn't come out of uh, season one, with, especially with the 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 wig she's wearing, and of course the Chilton outfit. But then you look at the kids around her and I'm like, no, no, she's definitely older. <laughs> and then we see Headmaster Charleston. Charleston? That's what. Mm-hmm. And a teacher, which I don't think the teacher was there before. Yes. I, we saw her she at was? Chilton. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So they tell her that she there's a mistake and she has to leave. And very trippy. She walks through the classroom door right into Lorelai's. And uh, – and, Lorelai comes down and she says she's going to Hawaii, but because she needs a break from Rory, and she, she walks out the door 
And then Rory goes into the kitchen where Paris and Jonathan and their kids are having dinner. <laughs> and we find out that Paris is a doctor and Jonathan is the executive editor of the Washington Post. And they wonder why Rory's even there. This is their house now. And they're like, oh, you need some money? And <laughs> then we, it turns out that Rory has a job to collecting trash. Like she's in community service again. And they give her a little uh, poker and we see a shot of the New York Times with the poker going through it. Like she's picking up as trash. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, nightmare. Whoa! <laughs> uh, I posted the screen cap in our group, but I just thought it was funny getting that look at uh, Paris and Jonathan's fridge. The pictures of the two of them with Hillary Clinton and then Paris looking also serious with Bono. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. You, you know, that's when she went to do some humanitarian work. Absolutely. Bono. That was very serious. That wasn't fun. You know, it was, that was her doing some work. Her and Bono. Uh, all right. We go to the Gilmore house. And yes, Richard is totally fine now. <laughs> he he did seem to be on some sort of downward spiral where he was ignoring things and, and hating his diet and hating all the th- – and, and walking around in his robe and looking for his putter. But now – Clean bill of health. Lost 11 pounds. Um, and I do wonder if this is a kind of a, I don't know. I don't know why my mind just immediately went to like cancer remission almost. Like like this is the good thing, but it really is kind of like a, a break and we're, it's going to get much, much worse. In, oh, soon. you mean I, he's getting better to get worse? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Like oh. he's all of a sudden like decided that he's going to be fine and maybe he's lying about what the doctor said. I don't know. But, you know, they don't really lean on this too much. So unless it shows up in a uh, previously on Gilmore Girls in the next two episodes, um, I'm going to assume that Richard's fine now. <laughs> so, um, All right. So. Uh, yeah. I wonder why they even went here. Yeah. With the heart attack. Is it because Richard's getting older and that's just what happens. I mean, I don't like, I think they wanted to, they, they were like season one, that hospital episode was something that brings people together. And, uh, and we, we need a, a, something to crack that ice between Luke and Lorelai. I, I, I guarantee it. Okay. All right. Cause that, you you know, just, I will go with that. One of the best ones. Um, uh, okay, so Emily says they have an apartment in New York City where Rory can stay, and she'll stay. They'll stay there every once in a while if they come down to watch a show or something. Like, oh, you're going to be living with Grandma. <laughs> um, and then Rory reveals she didn't get the internship, and Lorelai is like taken aback. Like, yeah, like what? Why didn't you tell me? How long yeah. have you known about this? Yeah, too busy to tell her. Uh, Emily and Richard are completely outraged. Uh, not at Rory, of course. This is not Rory. This is, you know, somebody, somebody more privileged, you know, bigger, higher, higher status name, obviously took the job from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Rory, Rory is like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Dinner. Let's get dinner done. I got to go home. I got to, I got to go back and uh, get some sleep for finals. So the next day, uh, Lorelai walks into Luke's and Babette and Miss Patty are whispering loudly. And it turns out they're <laughs> saving their voices for a cab- their cabaret act. And it turns out the cabaret act is actually, they reserved the first 15 spots of karaoke night <laughs> today, <laughs> early today. Uh, so uh, Lorelai. Is this the bar where Jackson and Christopher had beer? Oh yeah. I wonder. I'm assuming. 
Like, this I mean, is a they, new place. They, they like, obviously why? built this big set, you know, not just for a place for Jackson and Christopher to drink and then Christopher to drink. Yeah, I'm assuming that's like that set from a different angle. Okay. Uh, yeah, Lorelai jokes in nautical terms because Luke's boat trip is coming. And then Lorelai worries about all the trouble he's going to get into and talks about movies about boats and all the disasters in boats. But then she recommends the southern coast of Maine and a place called Barnacle Billies. And as Lorelai leaves, Miss, Miss Patty and uh, Babette sing So Long Farewell from uh, Sound of Music. Yeah, I, that was a, it was a nice scene because she's aggravating Luke, yeah, as she used to, yeah, yeah, this seems to be normal. Yeah, Yeah, we're getting back to to their normal relationship pre engagement relationship. So, uh, yeah, Rory is having a hard time, but Paris is having a great time. She's decided that she's going to Harvard, and uh, she's gotten everybody from who's at Yale that got into Harvard Medical School as a get-together, but secretly to size them up. <laughs> right. She's, she's thinking about who's going to uh, drop out first. And they wanted to get a corpse cake, but the best they could do was a <clears throat> naked man from a erotic bakery in town. <laughs> I, I had to put on the subtitles I because totally corpse that. cake... <laughs> I just couldn't make out. But Rory was like, yeah, it's too early for cake for me. Well, Rory gets a letter from the Chicago Sun-Times. I'm like, Roger Ebert wrote her himself to let her know that she she is worth something and needs to... And uh, nope, uh, not hiring. So Rory says it's not a big deal. And she goes into her room and then she makes a, a, plea, a pleading call to the Providence Journal Bulletin. And yeah, the position already filled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we go to the dragonfly, and Lorelai tells Suki something that I didn't even notice. What? <laughs> Luke is wearing his hat again. Yeah. I did not notice that in that scene. I had no idea. I didn't either. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Suki says, "It's good. He's past his pain. This is great. This means something, you know." And, and you says, need to reciprocate. Like, yeah. what What can she wear? Uh, she threw out all her Luke stuff. And she said, yep. well, you can wear a flannel shirt. Flannel shirt. <laughs> uh, we go to Lane's. Lane finally got the babies asleep. And Zach returns from shopping. And Lane gets on his case about buying brand name. But who cares? Because Zach got called to play lead guitar in another band. And, and he's only going... If her and the babies can go. Yeah. Because somebody else is taking his girlfriend. Somebody's taking their dog. <laughs> so, you know, it's the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, hey, whatever. You know, I, I was just like, I love it. It's so honorable. You know, this is, I love, this is good rehabilitated Zach stuff here. Yeah. That, that wording didn't work very well for sure. But I like the intent, which is like, I'm not doing this unless you're coming. You know, I'm, you're. You're, you're not going to miss out on this experience. And also, like, I'm not going to miss out on being with you and the kids, you know? Um, so, yeah, Lane is very proud. But I, I love it. She's like, I'm really, I'm really, like, she's like, really wants to be louder about it, but she can't be. Yeah. She's like, foot stomping. I'm foot stomping here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 
Uh, we go to Lorelai's and Lorelai pulls up in some car. <laughs> I have no idea what that wasn't the Jeep. That wasn't, we see kind of like the front of it. And I'm like, what car is that? Uh, it, no, no more is uh, shown of it. Uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Rory is there in her bed. She tanked her final. She didn't even finish. What's the point? And Lorelai says she's sure that some paper will hire her. And Rory blames Lorelai for saying she can do anything. And she was so cocky now. She was sure she'd get it. And she's humiliated at disappointing everybody. And Lorelai says Rory could never, ever, ever disappoint her. Ever. And I wrote, well, except for the time that she slept with Dean while I was married. <laughs> That was disappointing to Lorelai. Or that time that she quit Yale mm. after it was so difficult to get in in yeah. the first place. Yeah. Yep. Or that time she moved in with her mother in the in the <laughs> pool house. That's right. Or that time. Yeah. Uh, all right. We go back to Lane's. Brian is there. She's, he's talking with Lane about how exciting the tour is going to be. And he's like, hey, maybe the drummer will get too drunk to play one night. You know, he, he, that person's got a problem with alcohol. Uh, and then who knows, then Lane will all of a sudden be a part of the band as well. And, uh, yeah, boop, babies are pooping left and right. Um, and then, and Lane just starts talking about how much work it's going to be. And, uh, I think Brian even says something like, well, there's a girl there and hopefully she's good with babies <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't like, this girl's probably going to be their party and you can't depend on, some stranger to help you take care of your children. Yeah. And then when you have babies and children and you go on vacation or go on trips or go anywhere, yeah. you are taking care of that kid in just a different location. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not, this is going to be difficult. Uh, and it could cause a lot of animosity. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot. You're bringing your whole freaking family on yeah. a tour. We go to Luke's. Lorelai talks about how uh, who struggled and how it set them up for uh, future success. Uh, Alanis Morissette, uh, Jackson Pollock. <laughs> uh, by the way, Alanis Morissette. I'm sadly reminded of a concert I missed on going this summer too, which was the she's doing. She was doing like the 20 year anniversary tour of the Jagged Little Pill album and had to yeah, cancel she, the dates. Yeah, she had the Broadway show Jagged Little Pill. Yeah, well, it wasn't the Broadway yeah. show. She was literally performing the whole album um, live, and uh, my wife and I had tickets, and we couldn't go. I know. Got my mother canceled. told me a while ago, she said I, she was thinking about starting a shadow box for all the tickets that were canceled that she had <laughs> plans to do this year. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lorelai points out that um, there's so many different things that she has been given, which I thought that was interesting. Uh, Logan calls, Rory walks out to talk to him. Um, and Luke comes and chat with Lorelai and he took her suggestions for the boat trip and talks about how he's going to be gone for six weeks. And she starts talking about karaoke and I'm like, yes, there's karaoke in this episode. Awesome. (laughs) Oh wait, I already said that at the beginning of the episode when Miss Patty and, but I always love a good karaoke episode. I don't care what show I'm watching. (laughs) Yeah. And she, Mentions the karaoke and he thinks that she's inviting him to go to yeah. karaoke Ooh, and she doesn't so want awkward. him to think that she, yeah, that was the awkward one that was real, just, oh, painful to watch where I thought that was a, that was a Luke botch right there because he immediately is like, oh, that's not my thing, you know, where it's like, no, 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 new Luke, new Luke tries new things, you know, 
New Luke just isn't stuck in his ways all the time. He's he he's adventurous. He he tries things that are out of his comfort zone. Yeah, but to, now to me it sounded like he thought she was asking him out. Right. So he, maybe she was, was trying to move the relationship back. Yeah. Okay. And he was turning her down. And then he didn't want to seem like he was turning her down. Right. Uh, I, Logan says something like to Rory over the phone, like, things are, don't worry, things will start looking up for you. Um, but then Rory Yeah, because he's in California, because in the background you can see some mountains. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Logan, uh, oh, wait, sorry. Rory goes back in and she notices the, the hat change. Interesting. Uh, so they leave, and April calls, and I could see this coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she Luke's, called. Bad news. Luke's exciting. Uh, Luke's excited about something. He's looking forward to something. So something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. This is something is going to happen, uh, Steph, and uh, it's going to be um, four little words. Uh, it's going to be painted on the side of a building, and it's going to be "Ask me to stay." <laughs> I know it's going to take a minute for you to get that one, but it goes back all the way to the beginning, the first show of our podcast, Dawson's Creek, where uh, Pacey is going to take off on his boat and Joey decides to go with him. And this is exactly how they're going to end Gilmore Girls. There it is. Endgame. I, I've, I've, I've called it. I've called We're going to go full circle. We're going to go full circle. The podcast circle. is going full circle. Exactly. Yay. Lorelai is going to go off with Luke on the boat. He's going to come back. His head's going to be shaved. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I apologize for those who haven't watched Dustin's Creek, but it's, that's really funny because I was just like, there is – that is glaring. That is like April can't go on the boat. He's got the boat trip. He's going to close the diner for six weeks. He's got it all planned out. What's he going to do? He, he, is he really not going to go? No. He's going to obviously go, take, take Lorelai at the last minute. And they're going to go off together. And that's how the show is going to end. Um, so uh, we go to Casey's, our first stop at there. That's Miss Patty and Babette um, singing a song for Maury. I love to see Maury. Fever. Fever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that makes it feel like we're wrapping the show up. We're, we're seeing these. Characters yeah, that we haven't seen in a while. They're all getting little moments too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rory starts telling Lorelai, I want you to sing. This that, that would that would cheer me up if you just sang a song, Mom, you know? And I'm like, I don't remember there being ever a thing where Lore, like Rory loves hearing Lorelai sing. That never has been a thing that I remember from this show at all, but whatever, I'll go with it. Mm-hmm. You remember all the times that I love to hear you sing? <laughs> No. <laughs> so yeah, Rory orders shots, which is an, also an interesting dynamic to have with your mother when you're in, in, in yes. Like let's do right. shots, mom. <laughs> let's do shots and be hung over together in the morning. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Because Rory tells Lorelai she wants her to sing a song and cheer her up, mm-hmm. and Lorelai says she's not drunk enough yet. Right. So that's when Rory orders the shots. Back at Luke's, Zach is talking to Luke how excited he is about the tour. And he says, like, oh, that's so great. It works out perfectly because you're going to be closed for the boat trip. And then Luke says they're not going. And he's going to stay and he's going to keep the diner open. I like the uh, – 
I, that kind of caught me by surprise. I was like, wow, you're going to shut your business down for six weeks. Like yeah. where, where are people going to eat in that town? Yeah. Weston? Weston is going to be so packed. Yeah. You, you know, you're, you're going to risk your patrons coming back right. after six weeks. Right. Where's, what's, what's Caesar going to do for a paycheck? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, and you know, the other, other people we see bopping around in there. Um, all right, so Lane makes a visit, and she's finally out. She's out of quarantine, and uh, they're ready to go to KC's. She's super psyched, and Luke says that, uh, maybe I'll catch up. So on the straight, Zach tells Lane about how, you know, Luke's is staying open because April's going to science camp. Camp for science. That's ridiculous. So <laughs> Lane says that uh, she can't go on tour. They got two babies. It's hard enough with a support system. And now I'm going to go out on the road with no support system. And then Zach's immediately like, no, okay, fine. I'm going to cancel everything. I will tell them that, you know, they're, I can do it without, they can do it without me. And Lane insists that he goes. And, uh, yeah, it's such a touching little moment. Cause he tells her mm-hmm. like, you're, you're the coolest, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I like that. This is, you know, this isn't, I mean, she does talk about, it. it's like, Oh, it's just two months out of her entire life. Um, you know, some parents might say, yes, but your children were just born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like these are very important times for yeah, you to be with your you, kids. And you're, uh, leaving your wife alone, yeah. home alone with two, not one baby, but two babies. Right. Again, we, well, we're assuming that Mrs. Kim still lives with them. I don't know. Yeah. Mrs. Kim is helping out. She said that, you know, her mother, her support system, but yeah. But if you're going to be a musician, this is the life of musicians. Yep. It's just the way it is. So uh, better him being a working musician uh, by self and her staying home. It's just two months. Right. That, you know, better than that than, than both staying at home. So, <laughs> I mean. I thought this was, this was sweet, though, because, yeah, again, there is that 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 thing about – he's going to miss out on his kids for two months and they're developing They're you know, they'll, they'll probably look so much bigger when he comes back after two months. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, this is the decision that lanes arrived at. Mm-hmm. Zach didn't ask for this at all. And in fact, was ready to cancel at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm feeling really good about this. Yeah. Uh, we go to the KC's again. Kirk is singing culture club and Zach, uh, has a problem because he doesn't, He's not fully committed. He's not wearing high heels and makeup. Uh, I mean, and I, then Lorelai has to go, has to follow Kirk, Kirk yeah. because Kirk can really sing. Okay. <laughs> so as Lorelai is making her way to the stage, Lane and Rory quickly catch up. And, you know, basically Lane's just like, you know, I'm okay with it. I'm mature now. I'm a mom. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. You yeah. become a mom, you mature. Yep. Sometimes. <laughs> and so. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, Lorelai starts singing the Dolly Parton version of I Will Always Love You. and uh, Which is a very uh, crap. Now I forgot the word. What's the word? Uh, let's see. Ambitious. That's Am- a very ambitious song. Ambitious. Well, I think the Dolly Parton, ver- like if you're singing the Whitney Houston version, that is just like belting it out. And I got to say, like. When I was 
you know, when I was younger, like in the nineties or whatever, when the bodyguard came out, I heard, I will always love you for the first time. And it what? was, the, it was the Whitney. Wait, I'm wow. from Vermont. Okay. We don't Crazy. listen to Dolly Parton up here. <laughs> wow. Maybe some people do. I didn't, I was listening to, you know, that's like those music boys, and rock music. That's like those boys that are making these, these YouTube videos that are going viral. They're listening to. In the air tonight for the first time. I know, right? Like, wow, did you grow <laughs> up under a rock? <laughs> well, when it came to Dolly Parton, I think I saw her on Hee Haw reruns. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, uh, but, you know, and and if I remember correctly, um, in The Bodyguard, um, you know, I think the reason why Whitney Houston's character uh, decides to cover that song in the movie is because she and... You know, Kevin Costner danced to it in a country bar and that's the Dolly Parton version. But I always like when I was, when I was younger and I was, you know, I love Whitney Houston. Um, I always went like, oh, I, I prefer the Whitney version. The Dolly version just doesn't seem like it's got enough oomph to it. But I gotta say like that, like in later years, like really listening to that version, um, I, and I can see how like produced the Whitney Houston one is. And I, maybe it's just because mm-hmm. it's overplayed to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the Dolly version is very emotional. I think it's so much, it's simpler and yet it is so like sadder and because of yes, that. Very. And mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what I got from, <sighs> from Lorelai's performance mm. because it, she starts off. It's a goof. You yeah, know, it's a goof. Singing. Exactly. And then when Luke comes in, it becomes serious. It, yeah. It, and, as soon as he walks in, it's, it's the, the part where it's like, um, I hope life treats you well. And yeah, and it's, it's so a goodbye. Like, yeah. It's a, it's a goodbye song. And like, uh, so yeah, it's, it's a goof. And I love that Bed Bat's like, she's stealing our thunder. <laughs> uh, but, uh, then Luke walks in, and I am telling you, he's he. They make eye contact with each other, and it's like Lorelai realizes what she's singing and how, like, she cannot help. But it, this song cannot help but take on a completely different meaning now that Luke has walked in, and mm-hmm. it's like Lorelai knows it, Luke knows it, most of the people in that bar probably know it, you know, because they all know Luke and Lorelai. And I'm telling you, I was just like. You know, I'm so glad I'm by myself watching the show right now because this is very embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was I, watching it a while ago for the second time. I was just crying. It was just, it yeah. was so sad, so sad. And then, and then after, like, um, you know, and I, I love that Luke's Luke's real cool about it. He goes and sits down and gets a beer, and he just kind of like gives her a smile. You know, like you know, he gets it, um, and you know, he gets how that you know, it's not. It's not awkward. He doesn't walk in and like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have been in here. He was just, he seems kind of like, I don't know, comfortable with that feeling. Um, and I love that the the song ends and everybody applauds and we see Miss Patty in the audience, like just kind of like clutch her heart. And I was just like, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emotional. Uh, yeah. And so uh, the next morning. Uh, Wait, but. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I mean, is that Lorelai saying, I acknowledge that I loved, I love you and I appreciate our relationship and our friendship, but our romance is in the past and it can never be again. Mm. I mean, I, I'm assuming 
But it may also be like, you know. It just was at that time. At the time, that's how she's feeling. Or, Or even like, as these words are coming out of my mouth, the finality of them. Uh, might actually scare her into thinking like, wait a second, that that's not what I want. And I love how in the next morning she looks like she's has like, she has like a, she's got a hangover probably from the alcohol, but she's, I don't know. She looks like kind of wrecked from the feelings that I think she, she probably had. Like it was like a hurricane. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Cause Rory's like, yeah, you, you wished me love and happiness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, it's, it's, yeah, it cheered me up. Sometimes you just had to let your feelings out. And, uh, yeah, uh, Lorelai, I love how she kind of stumbles into letting those feelings out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think, uh, there's a lot of sadness in the fact that, and, and that they, that they broke up and, you know, they've been apart for so long and they had all these plans together and, uh, yeah, maybe maybe she is feeling like it's never going to happen again, and she hopes life treats him well, and yada yada yada, and that she'll always love him. Uh, but I think the I think the important part is that she'll always love him, and maybe maybe just maybe they'll end up back together because of that. <laughs> because Fingers she realizes crossed. how important and how big their yeah. love was. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I do love that it's not a rebound of a rebound. I, mm-hmm. I I think they handled that great. <laughs> um, all right. At Zach or at Luke's Zach uh, asked Luke what he thought of Lorelai's song, and it was just like, man, amazing pipes. A strange song to sing though. Strange, <laughs> strange choice. Strange, strange but, choice. Uh, what did he say? She has a good. Um, I don't know. I don't know. However, she expo- it, However. Zach described her voice. Mm-hmm. It, it, I agreed with it. It was a good tone. Good. Um, mm. She's been trained. She can sing. <laughs> and then we see Zach found the hat. It was missing. It was like underneath the dishwasher or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So that made me wonder, did Luke lose the hat on purpose? Mm. Did he, uh, was this a total accident? That he is wearing Lorelai. Was he? Was he sending Lorelai signals? Was this on purpose? Was this by accident? What happened? Oh God! Uh, you know it's hard to tell. I don't know. Um, I think. Uh, I think. Yeah, he lost that new hat. Um, but gosh, I think did he the lose point. It on purpose. Oh, that's an interesting. But thing. I, think I don't think point... he would have done that though. I don't. I think he would have just kind of put it aside and put his other hat on. But I think the point was he wasn't – he didn't want to get rid of the blue – of Lorelai's hat. He didn't right. want to put the black hat back on. Right. Uh, so at Lorelai's, uh, Lorelai is there with her thoughts and her feelings and Logan shows up. I was expecting it to be Luke. Um, mm-hmm. Logan shows up and I immediately am like, oh, God. <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> He says, Wait, what's go- what? You thought that this, that what happened was actually coming? Yep, absolutely. Why would he be um, there on his own to see her without Rory? It, 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 that's the only reason why I thought it's just. So yeah, he says he'd been made a full, a full partner, and is kind of double checking if Lorelai's still kind of cool with him. And she says she's good, 
And then he says he's moving to California and he hasn't told Rory yet. And then he says, I love Rory. She means the world to me. I'm here to ask your permission to ask her to marry me. And then Lorelai, Lorelai, as we go to credits. <sighs> so, uh, what's Lorelai going to say? <laughs> Maybe I you mean, should be asking me. That. <laughs> Do you, yeah, I don't know if you remember or not, but, uh, I don't know, but I mean, I know that what she's feeling is okay. I know that Logan has got his act back together again and Logan's going to be okay. And he's on his own terms. He's, uh, you know, walked away from the Huntsburgers. He's going to be a better person for it. Right. But do I want Rory to give up her dreams and move to the other side of the country, to the, the left coast? Is that what she, yeah, they, the left coast. How was the left yeah, coast? Yeah, when Logan called, Laura, I said, how was the left coast? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure she's, why she's stunned and speechless is because she's doesn't know what to think. There's so much going on that she doesn't want her child to. Well, first of all, she's just 22. I know. She's so They're young. babies. They're babies. My baby's 22. She just, could freaking get married? <laughs> <laughs> of course, this is coming from two people who got married young. <laughs> of course, yeah, mine, mine, tw- my, my first ended in divorce, so. <laughs> I was, yeah, 22, I got married. Yeah. Well, what, what the hell was I thinking? I, I know, I know. <laughs> no, I mean, we've been married 25 years. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, it's. Rory, she's got, she's just graduating college. She's having a hard time figuring out what to do with her life. And now Logan is going to present her with an option. And, uh, yeah. And, but see, Lorelai's thinking that whatever Rory does, she'll be close by. Whether it's a mm-hmm. quick train ride to wherever that heck that place was, well, Rhode Island. It, yeah. Or, you know, New York City. She's going to be close by is what she's thinking. I think, I think, uh, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a double, uh, hit to, to Lorelai. Number one, Rory could be moving far, far away and she would not see her nearly as much. I mean, private helicopter or not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) then it's just like, also she's going to be getting married and, uh, you know, there's a possibility that she might agree to both of these things. And what is, you know, and is, is Lorelai going to go along with it? Is she going to give her blessing mm-hmm. uh, or is she going to try to talk Rory out of it? You know, um, I have a feeling that she's going to go along with it, but she's going to have mixed feelings, obviously. Um, but I think we've done enough work. I mean, if, if Logan was like immediately post Vegas, post everything falling apart and she, and he didn't try his best to make up, uh, and get Lorelai to, you know, respect him again. Uh, it'd be a lot, it'd be a lot easier for Lorelai to poo poo the whole idea. But now she's like, she's got nothing bad to say about this kid. I don't think, (laughs) Mm -hmm. except for the fact that, you know, she might, he might be taking her, her daughter away. And, uh, yeah, (sighs) Gosh, 
<laughs> and also, like, do I approve of her deciding? I mean, you know, I think probably the best idea is for her to go, what does Rory want? <laughs> and start from there. <laughs> see how, see if she answers. Um, but I do think she's going to end up giving giving the blessing. The blessing. The blessing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> My mind got it. Went to Christmas vacation. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited to watch these next two episodes. It's gonna be. It's so crazy to be like, oh, we're gonna watch the end of the series. But there's also like four other movies coming up that are <laughs> that is an extension of things. And not. I, I haven't heard. I have not heard anybody say anything good about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm kind of like. And I've also heard like all the good work they've done in this season. Amy Sherman Palladino throws it right out the window and, and, and pretends that it doesn't even exist. And, and, and I like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to in seeing how, how they do that. So, uh, I think I'm, I'm really hoping that this, you know, the, the scabs, the people that are working on this show after, uh, ASP and DP, uh, ended up uh, leaving, uh, I'm hoping that they uh, they hit the landing, and it and it really seems like they're they've been patient and they've they've been working towards something that might actually be pretty great. Um, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I've also heard like before we even started watching Gilmore Girls, like uh, as if this season was awful because of uh, the fact that Amy Sherman Palladino wasn't in charge. And yeah, uh, I, I've been feeling kind of differently I about think- that. I think I remember hating season seven because I don't know, I guess it was just the thought that just like I was resentful yeah. that they fired them or, or wouldn't renew their contract or whatever. But this time around, it, like Morgan will walk through and she'll say, Oh, this is the season where the showrunners left. I said, yeah. She said, that oh, sounds like, sounds exactly the same. Like the voice <laughs> yeah. is exactly the same. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't re, I don't recall why I had problems with season seven the first time I watched it, but it's the first half is rough. It's like they're, they're making, they made us wait. They made us work for it. <laughs> well, it was a I lot just work for me personally. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just wonder how they could have done the, how they could have resolved the Lorelai and Christopher relationship without going there. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like have this like pet theory, you know, I've heard uh rumor that um Lauren Graham and Scott Patterson weren't exactly the bestest of buds on Yeah, on the set. so maybe so it was that. Maybe they were like, Well let's split them up. You know, let's make it so they don't have to work together until these last few episodes of the series. Mm. Maybe they're I didn't think about that. I know. didn't think of because she is a producer this season. Did nah. you see that? Uh, no, I didn't actually. And I don't know if it's just in name and money only. Yeah. You know, they do that sometimes just to get them more money. Yeah. I, I don't know. All right, Steph. So what are the last two episodes of so, Gilmore Girls called? So uh, season seven, uh, 21 and 22 are mm. Unto the Breach. Unto the Breach or Into the Breach? Unto the Breach. Oh, wow. I don't know what that means. It's, it sounds like going into war. Is it uh, a but breach is it, might be a nautical term? I was gonna say, is it a boat term? Might be. And twenty two definitely is bon voyage. Bon voyage. Oh my god! See, <laughs> see, I'm telling you, it's coming. It's coming true. Ask me to stay. Oh, 
Casey and Joey all over again. Love it. Okay. You know I'm down for that. <laughs> so. Are we Audi 5000? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> la, 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 la,